All right, joined now by Jerry Hill, the Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University. Jerry, how are you? Gentlemen, I'm good. Outstanding. Hey, this was up. Let's start. Let's start with basketball. This was a good week for Scott Drew's team, uh, and it begins with with the coaches across the country recognizing the program that he has built and the team that he's got this year. And, and they're the preseason number one team in the country. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know that was uh, that was amazing to see. You know, highest ranking before this year was number twelve, uh, but you kind of knew going into the rankings that it was probably going to be top three or so there's you know there's i think there's about three teams that everybody look at that like the one of these is, the, is your number one so yeah it was it was a cool deal for them to get that uh, number one ranking and then uh, when you look at the recruiting class that they signed second highest recruiting class in program history another another nice uh, step for scott drew's team i thought it was the highest rank tommy it was number four yeah the highest ranked i'm sorry nation. so yeah, incredible recruiting class, um, and and it's amazing. You know, I, I heard y'all talking to the to the guy with Texas Tech twenty four seven. I mean, this is a hard time to recruit, but they they did an amazing job going out and basically kind of getting what they needed or what they wanted to get. And um, so, yeah, I I thought it was a great class, and obviously, you know, this maybe this was the time to do it for them because you know they're building on a great year from last year, even though it was cut short and. And uh, we're able to bring in some great guys. And, of course, uh, we, we've talked about it before, but you put that together with what Kim has done consistently over the last 20 years. Basketball yep. in, in Waco, Texas, this winter is going to be a, a fun watch. Yeah, Tommy, I mean, we've been around Waco enough to know that this traditionally has not been a great basketball town. But, uh, yeah, it, it certainly is now. And, and even, you know, uh, what – Ricky and, and Kevin have done over at MCC. I mean, uh, it really has become kind of a basketball town. I, I didn't think I would see it, but yeah, Kim has done an amazing job over there. Twenty years, uh, been been to the NCAA tournament eighteen times, and they just continue to rock and roll with that program. Let's uh, switch gears and talk about tomorrow's football game: the the Bears, the Red Raiders. Obviously, both of these teams desperately need a win. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they're kind of in that position where um you know and really in both cases where you know there's not a whole lot of games left in the season and and these this is one of those opportunities where you're like where you look at it and you're like yeah we should have a chance to win and i and that you know it's indicated by the by the betting lines and stuff i think tech opened up as a favorite baylor is now the favorite so uh, i think it's that kind of toss-up game and and certainly both teams you know they're really i think both teams are very similar in the sense that you know, Matt Wells is in his second year, Dave's in his first year, but they're both really kind of trying to rebuild their programs, trying to build something up there, and, and this would be a big win for either for either team for sure. And, Jerry, with that being said, has has Charlie Brewer kind of let anybody know whether he would come back for another year or not, or is, is he just going to, in your mind, is he going to wait to the end of the year to kind of make that decision? As far as I know, Stretch, I don't think he's made that decision. I mean, he's a guy that, um, you know, I think you could probably safely say that I don't know that a lot of NFL teams are going to look at him. Um, you know, he's always been kind of a winner type, but really, you know, doesn't maybe have the arm or just, you know, the overall skill set that translate to the NFL. So, um, you know, does he move on? Or, you know, and the other thing is, I mean, we know he's taken a pounding for this is, 
you know, now his fourth year as a starter. So, um, you know, does he just say enough is enough, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, certainly he would have that year available if he wants to come back. And like I said, I don't think he's a guy that's looking to go to the NFL. So he may want to come back. And, and But I do think a lot of it depends on what happens, you know, in these last three or four games that, you know, do they finish out strong? You know, does, is he healthy at the end of the year? I think a lot of those things will answer whether he's back for next year. But like I said, he's got that opportunity, and, and I don't think he's an NFL type. So I, I could see him coming back for another year. And I guess that's why I asked that because, you know, you got a new offense. you got, you know, Fedora's bringing a whole new offense in there with them not having spring ball. And, you know, if it does finish on an uptick, you know, right. would, that, would that lead to him coming back? You know, they've had some un, un, unfortunate injuries, the squirrel. Right. I mean, there's some things that, to me, would lead him to come back. I'm just wondering if he's, you know, if, if he's hinted or hinted around at all to coming back. That's you know, it'll be yeah, interesting he, to see, I'll tell you Yeah, that. he really hasn't. But, you know, here's the thing, too, and you probably saw it from this. I don't know if you could tell this last week. This was really the first time where I felt like he felt comfortable back there behind that offensive line because, you know, that's a group that's been in flux the whole year, a lot of guys in and out with the COVID situation, injuries, suspensions, and everything. So this is actually the third week where they're going to have that same group but going into, you know, I guess it would have been maybe the Texas week or one of those weeks. That was the first week where that five group, that group of five had even been together. Um, it was into the TCU game. That's right. So that was the first time that group had even been together in practice. So now they're into their third week. And I think you saw that group take a big step next week. They Last week, they still weren't able to run the ball, but it gave Charlie a lot more time. And you could tell he was trusting them that he had the time to be able to step, you know, stay there in the pocket and find the guy. So, uh, again, I think if you keep building those kind of pieces and, and he feels good about where they're going and what Larry Fedora is doing with this offense, yeah, I think you could see him coming back because I think, you know, again, if they have some success in these last few games, I think you could see him, you know, building on that and, and, and coming back for, for a fifth year. You know, he's never redshirted, so he's, he's a guy that's just been here four years. And I think that's the, th- the other thing that I saw, Jerry, was I saw I, them move the pocket. I mean, them move mm-hmm. the line, try to, you know, kind of run right. some sprints, some dash. I mean, be able to get him out on the edge to be able to do some things. And, I, you know, hey, he made a couple throws that, you, you know, you think – he, and I'm sure he wishes he had back. Right. But I, I'm like you. I mean, I saw, I, saw, I saw the offense move in a direction that I hadn't seen him move and with them being able to move that protection and, like you said, uh, keep that line intact, you know, is that something that you see them trying to build upon? Is that line being intact and then, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe moving the pocket a little bit and getting him out to make some of those throws? Yeah, I think they feel like, you know, they're they're not a team yet to that point where you can just kind of sit in there and, and, you know, your five can beat, you know, their – five or six or whatever. So I think they do have to move that pocket a little bit and make him comfortable. But I think really this was that first week where you could just tell he felt a little comfortable back there. Like he, he didn't feel like I, cause I, if you go back and look at the first two or three games, you could just tell like there were times where I felt like he had some time, but he, he, he just looked rushed. Like he felt like he needed to get it out of there quicker than he did. This was the first time where I felt like, you know what? Charlie's got Charlie feels like I've got some time back there and I can kind of 
you know, wait and find my guy rather than just, oh, my gosh, i got to get it out of here. Talking with Jerry Hill, and, and Jerry, I, I think Ebner is probably as, as healthy as he's been all season, mm-hmm. and if so, what would you like to see? How many touches does, does Ebner get uh, on Saturday? Yeah, I think you got to get him the ball, and I think you got to get it to him in space like you did, uh, you know, when he broke off that big 58-yard touchdown on, on the short pass over the middle. I think he's a guy that, um, you know, he's really better in those situations in space, whereas, uh, you know, Quaylen Jones that came in this last week uh, that when Squirrel got hurt, you know, Quaylen was the one that kind of stepped up, and he's, I think, more of that in-between-the-tackle guy. So I think you're probably going to see both of them but, you know, Treston needs to get, and I know he's on kick returns too, but he's a guy that probably needs 15 touches a game, I would say. Um, and, and if you get him the ball in space, he's going to make something happen because he's a guy that's just tough in those situations. He's not as good between the tackles. He likes to bounce it outside, and sometimes that just doesn't work against fast defense. So, you yeah. know, I think um, you, you use Quaylen Jones some between the tackles, and then you get Treston Ebner in those situations where he's almost more of a slot receiver and you can get him in space and let him, you know, do stuff after the after the catch. We, we, there's been a lot of conversation with the, the loss of Bernard. And, of course, uh, on the field he's a terrific player, and plus the leadership that, uh, that you're going to miss. Talk a little bit about Bernard and, and, and how you plug in there and, and try to replace that leadership and, and obviously the, the ability on the field. Yeah, Tommy, I think the leadership is, is obviously the biggest thing just because, I mean, that guy was, you know, and I know it's a cliche, but he was the heart and soul of that defense. He was the guy. And it's funny because you look a year ago and that guy got hurt, Clay Johnston, and Terrell Bernard was the one who stepped in and, you know, he kind of took over. It was about halfway through the season. This is about halfway through the season, maybe a little bit past it. But, you know, now you've got Terrell down. Now somebody else has got to step up. And in this case, it's Abram Smith, who just switched to linebacker last year. So that's a tough ask, you know, to get that guy to be Terrell Bernard, the way that Terrell Bernard had to be Clay Johnston last year. Um, but that's kind of what you're expecting from Abram Smith. Now, he's, he's a very physical guy, um, and, he, you know, and he does have a couple of years' experience there at linebacker. But that was a guy, until last year, had not played any defense since his freshman year at high school. So that's the guy you're plugging in there and saying, hey, let's go. So that's, that's tough. Like you said, I think the leadership is the biggest deal, but it's also a little bit of X's and O's and just, you know, plugging gaps and making plays because Terrell Bernard, I mean, it's, it's hard to be All-American all from a 1-4 and four team, but that's the level that he was playing at, guys. All right, Jerry. Hey, we appreciate the time uh, and, and, and appreciate you, your uh, your insight on both the, the basketball programs and the football team and, and look forward to visiting with you again soon. Hey, enjoy your time in lovely DeSoto, Texas. <laughs> All right. Jerry Hill.